Hello guys, welcome to another episode of May Please the Pod. It's me, Junior, and I have with me Eubank and Elikem. Elikem, can you say hi? Hi. Elikem is, is, is the first woman that's joining us today, and it's very important that she joins us because we are going to be discussing um, the challenges that women face in the practice of the law. And as usual, I have with me Eubank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh, we've had we've had rave reviews about Eubank singing, so maybe this time he wants to sing for us again. Eubank, do you have any hits for us? Um, guys, just, <laughs> just just wait for February 14th. My album is dropping, so yeah. Yeah, guys, this is serious. Um, we are we are we are in the advanced stages of recording the album, so it's going to be out on the 14th of February. Exactly. Okay. Love and war. Love and war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, serious. Elikem, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, on previous podcasts, uh, Eubank has introduced himself. I have introduced myself. So just tell us who you are, what you do. Okay. I'm Elikem. Most people call me Salma. At right. least people I I'm, know. I'm normal. <laughs> who are the most people? Most <laughs> people I know from uni, law school, okay. legal profession call me Salma. But yeah. Um, I'm a lawyer at Samukujeto and Associates. Wow, you're a big woman. Wow. I'm wow. in my she's, well, third she's year of big practice. Law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, three I years mean, at the bar. Well, according to Ghana standards, I guess that would be big law, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ghana guess. standards. She has a lot law. of money, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't, but... Very prosperous. God bless your, your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Been practicing for two years now in my third year of practice. Yeah, so... And I'm happy to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. We're happy to have you. Um, so Belly, Elikem, I think that there's a um, there's a tradition here. You know, being the first person. You're not going to make me sing. Are no, you? no, being the first. I mean, <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, I was going to say you should tell us three fun facts about you. Did you mention three fun facts about you on our first I, episode? No. You know that. The okay, Elikem, so right? it's really it's really a choice. You choose are we to, going you to choose start to sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the first guest, so we so are going to do this for every single guest. So cool. you should just tell yeah, three fun facts about Am yourself. Am I the first guest? Yeah, really? the first yeah. guest. So, so it's a so big deal. It's a big deal. Wow. Welcome to the wow, 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 wow. Oh, so all this one has been just the two of you. It's just the really, three of I, us. I've been a bad friend. I really should go and watch. <laughs> Sorry, listen to. Shame on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm cutting you off. Okay, so Elikem, um, we we the two of us. Did you know Elikem before University of Ghana, um, law school? I met her at law school. Yeah, yeah, so we got to know Ellie Kem at law school. Um, she was our mate during the degree stage, and then we moved on to uh, Ghana School of Law, which is Makola. And now she's a practicing lawyer, and we think it's very important to get her views on board and her experiences because today we are going to be discussing the challenges that women face in, in practice or how the the um the experiences like for women when it comes to the field of law but Ellie Kim, i want to take it back a bit um even starting from your legal education that's why i gave a bit of background um we well we do the degree and then we do the certificates in law whatever we call it um, kind of school of law this guy's not a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um even during those stages, I mean, were, were there any problems that you encountered? Was it difficult then or was it just a breeze? Uh, difficult as in generally as a student? Or no, no, as a student. We want your um, your perspective as yeah, a woman. As a was a it woman, like your know? experience as a woman? I think the first thing that comes readily off the top of my head is how 
I think that they were, you know, in law school, they, Ghana School of Law, are we allowed to see the names? <laughs> I mean, everybody knows the names whenever. There's only one. I, <laughs> it, it appeared to me as though, you know, well, there's, there was an experience I once um, had. Yeah. I think I, I told you, Bank, about it. There was a mm. time when I was the class rep okay. and I thought I was doing my job to the very best of my abilities. <laughs> But one day, someone made a comment that, as for this beauty pageant, hey. we don't know what we are doing with it. Bring back our old class <laughs> rep. And I shouldn't be laughing, <laughs> guys. Beauty pageant, as in... Yeah, I, I don't know. And then the uh, comments he made about... Apparently, I was always getting up, you know. As a class oh. rep, you have to get up and do things. When the lecturer is coming, you have to get them water. Yeah, so your crime was you getting up and walking from your seats and doing stuff. And I was just being me. But someone made that comment. And it, it kind of felt like the person was just reducing me to my appearance. Yeah. I mean, and that, that, that really hurts. Aside that also, I think the law school was really policing the way the women dressed more than the men. The men mm. used to get away with a lot of things. Mm. We all knew we were supposed to wear dark suits and all that. Yeah. And, you know, people get away wearing grey. <laughs> people have, you know, all kinds of contraptions on their suits, you know, <laughs> blinks and things. But when it's a woman... You might want to mention a name. Oh, no. <laughs> when it's a woman... <laughs> but wait, wait. Did, did you ever get yourself into the Book of Shame or something? I actually did So give the background of the Book of Shame because some of our listeners don't know what I it actually. is. Do you want to do that? Because I know that you, you go... You go <laughs> no, I, was, I, was, I was never in the Book so of there Shame. So there was a book for people who didn't adhere to, like, the prescribed clothing. Yeah. So for women, if you wear maybe shorter things, different colours... Yeah. For men, you go without a tie and other things, and not wear like the right color of suits. So yeah, very. Thankfully, I never made it on that list. That's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I never made it on the list. I tried to be as low key as I could possibly be because I wasn't even supposed to be in that campus. But can yeah, you can you be a, a story for can you be low key as a classroom? <laughs> I mean. I just didn't want to get in trouble. But I, I have a couple of friends who were constantly on the list. Oh. But nothing really came of it. I don't remember anyone being punished in any way because they made it on that list. But the point being that most of the people that made it on the list were women. Okay. It seemed like people were paying more attention to what you do, whereas the men get away easily with these things. Okay. And then the issue of sexism, like my earlier um, experience that I narrated, yeah. was there, you know. People just kind of look at you and they make all kinds of assumptions and you think they are trying so hard but they're not really looking at that Jivang, do you have another question um i think that we should just go straight in i mean because after law school the next step is pupillage and so in making that choice or i mean you interview for pupillage positions did you ever feel like during interviews there were people who picked on you because you're a woman or they sort of tried to bully you no, I, I didn't have any experience like that. I actually applied to only two places for pupillage. The the other one, the one that I didn't go to, well, at the time I applied, they said they weren't taking they weren't taking pupils that year or they were going to start much later in the year or something. So they said they were going to consider my application when they are ready. And then I applied to Okujetu. And at Okujetu, I was interviewed by two very brilliant women and I didn't have any kind of experience like that. It was, it was a really good interview. And after I got to Pijeto, the other firm called me, but I had already started here, so 
Yeah, I want to say something about Kujitu because I don't know if you were. Um, I don't. I don't even want to make this part of the the discussion, but mm. so I won't mention names. But um, someone from your firm gave. Uh, I went for one of these CLEs. Uh, for anyone who is listening, there's no CLE. Um, the Ghana Bar Association organizes this continuous legal education thing where we go uh, for a sen- what seminar. What we? <laughs> <laughs> where we go? I've been to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, this is the only one that I've been to and I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, well, someone from from your firm spoke about how much support she received i mean when she was there she said she was a she at at that time she had young children who was going who were going to school Mm -hmm. and that people from the firm actually encouraged her to bring them to to the firm like when they close from school you know she has to now go and pick them up and maybe take them home but they're like oh don't worry you can even bring them to the Mm -hmm. firm and that she said that when she brings them other colleagues you know partners associates actually help the children with their homework and other things and my mind was <laughs> my mind was blown i was like wow i don't think that there are a lot of firms out there that will provide this kind of support to a woman which is very necessary i mean if you can't even provide infrastructural support maybe see you don't have money to build a nursery or something this is something that you can do that doesn't require a lot of money yeah. but then it's so thoughtful yeah. so yeah I think that's a plus for your firm we actually do have a nursery now you have a nursery when now? I was oh, starting awesome. the room was empty but oh, okay. in, the, in the last few weeks they've started you know rearranging things in there oh. because we have a lot of well not a lot of but a couple of associates who have had kids yeah. in the last year so they're trying to make it even more Right, conducive you know, for conducive them, make it, make for it easier them. for so, them to yeah, work and while being bring, a mother. Yeah, when people bring their kids around, it's like we're all on board. Sometimes you are drafting awesome. something and then you just carry the baby, <laughs> you know. And it, it, I don't know, for some reason, it's actually quite nice to have babies around because sometimes when you are stressed, yeah, positive energy, oh, you know, when you are stressed, yeah, just go, just, you know, squeeze <laughs> their <laughs> cheeks a little and then your, you get like a certain, yeah, <laughs> and you go back to work. So, yeah. and it's a, it's a female dominated law firm. Yeah. So, I can count the number of men in the firm on one hand. Yeah. Okay, I so I think that, that is it. What, did it that did that influence like your choice of firm? I didn't really know that. It was female dominated. Yeah, I didn't okay. know that until I got there. And yeah. going on that tangent, I just want to follow it a bit, even though it's going a little away from our topic. Um, the current trend of late has been that most of the people who are graduating or who have been getting called to the bar are women. And from my experience, the women are doing, first of all, when we were in school, the women did so well. Our mm-hmm. class, the only pe- one person had first class. One person topped the class. It was a woman. And that has been the trend for a while now. Mm-hmm. So um, big ups to you guys. Yeah, you guys you, you guys are kicking ass in, 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 you, in the thank profession. Thank you. And I want to give you a dab. So as usual, we clap on this podcast. And sh- really shout out to the women that the paved women. the way yeah. for us. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For, for what you're doing yeah. today. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I'll come on the same topic. I mean, I want to digress a bit. Because um, when I asked you the question about whether um, you've had, like, the fact that you're a woman, whether you've been discriminated in terms of interview choices, I also wanted to know if pretty privilege. It's actually a thing. That's calling me pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to take it. 
Is this something that's worked in your favor as a woman, or have you had instances where being a woman has worked? Or is it real? Because some people think it doesn't exist. I so. I definitely think it's real, but I, I also think that it shouldn't take away from the fact that someone is competent or capable yeah. of doing something. But it definitely is real. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes too. I mean, you just have to smile, and you know, it you, works. Get, you get you your get way. Things. It doesn't have to be anything deeper. So have than you have that. you like benefited from that? I'm very nice to people that. Uh, so we have support staff in our firm, for instance, and sometimes you also have to deal with clerks, court clerks, and so it's just you being nice. And sometimes I I can see how you know the difference in treatments would be for me as opposed to you know gentlemen around. Yeah, because yeah, Charlie Kojo goes to cause he sees results. Yeah, they don't even mind him. Yeah. So mm. yeah, sometimes it's I mean it. I think it's real, but I also think that you know professionally it doesn't take away from the fact that someone is competent to do something but definitely that there's that there's definitely pretty privileged okay um yeah. my next question has to do with the fact that um i think the question has skipped me <laughs> just right now <laughs> but my next question has to do with the fact that um it seems that there's a trend and i know that maybe this might be a difficult question for you to answer mm. because it's just you Dun, dun, um, dun, dun. <laughs> let's let's relax. Let's <laughs> because I've seen that there's a trend. Normally, when people are choosing um, members of their firm and things, sometimes they seem to go for women because it looks like sometimes they stay more for a longer period than the guys. They come in and then they just leave after a short period. Is there anything that accounts for that? That's actually the first time I've heard that. But it also makes sense to me. Women are loyal. You know, but what I normally loyal, loyal to what? <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> might, no, might, I'm track. talking about okay, fine, fine. I think you should be specific. Please, <laughs> we are talking about professional <laughs> loyalty. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm not. Okay, I'm not okay, going okay. to speak for any other. Okay. All right. Yeah. You so don't have confidence exactly. in your own people. Oh no, no, that's not. <laughs> that's not it. Just that. That is. She not knows her gender. <laughs> Wow, you see, I'm outnumbered. <laughs> this is not fair. But um, what I what I have heard is rather that people tend to not want to employ women because at some point they think that they'll they'll get married and they might move away and they'll have to change jobs or they'll get you know pregnant. I'm sorry for lack of a better expression. Childbirth will get in the way and it's a stumbling block, which is real, which is very true. That's what I am often you know, aware of. Um, this is the first time I've actually heard that people tend to prefer women to men because women stay longer. No, because I think that, I don't know if you saw the research, Dennis Law did like a research on some of the firms in Ghana, some of the big firms. I don't know if, I remember seeing something like that. Mm-hmm. And for most big firms, if you looked at the ratio of men to women, it was always a greater percentage of women at these firms than yeah. to men. Well, when and I it, think about it, I think that if you give, I mean, like the factors I mentioned earlier, these are real things that stand in the way of women, you know, progressing professionally. But I've realized that the women that have stayed from, you know, with a firm from the very beginning to where they are now and they're still there, these are people who have had very supportive environments to, to grow in. I don't want to mention names, but the managing partner of AB and David has been with him for the longest time. 
even at Okujeto, our managing partner has been in the firm for the longest time. And it's because of the environment that is created there. So that when you get married, you know, childbirth, those things don't come in the way. You are still allowed to shine. And I think that that might be, you know, if you give them the full support that they need, women will stay for the longest time. Whereas, like you said, I can see a man making men. I don't want to say selfish, but <laughs> <laughs> you see, I, I once actually a lawyer, a female lawyer once told me this was way back in 2017. I was interning in a certain law firm and um, two of the women over there, three of them were married. There were four women in the firm. Three of them were married. One of them was an unmarried woman. And one day I was walking to court with the married one of the married ones, and she mentioned that, oh, so the unmarried one wanted to, she was exploring other opportunities then the, because of the salary. So the one of the married ones told me that, as for her, her husband takes care of her, you know, he's a doctor, you know. So she doesn't really, the salary is not a big deal for her like yeah. that. Yeah. Do you get it? And these are people who are, you know, in an environment where they there was a, there was a lot of flexibility. They were all mothers. They could close anytime they wanted. I mean, to the extent that you don't have court in a certain day, you can even work from home and all that. Even that, as at 2017, they had this system. And they are still in the firm. For okay. us, this other lady has moved on. And men tend to move on, easy because for men, they don't think about, I'm not coming to sit here and say, it's a supporting, a supportive environment. So, you know, if you even pay me thousand five, I'll stay. I feel like, I feel like Kojo, you need to say something. Men are always no, looking no, no, Kojo, for Kojo, you need to, I know. Bi- a bigger salary, a better salary. <laughs> without, so without, without mansplaining, Kojo, can you explain why um, women tend to be, I mean, be at um, maybe firms for a longer period than men? Is there any... Well, um, I don't want to... See, I think my answer might be too general, but um, men men usually like to seek out... I don't know. They are not really that stable. And that's one thing I... I <laughs> <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> this guy this guy's betrayed our agenda. I, I, have, I have to ask. They're not stable professionally or, you know... I think... Another... another <laughs> I think that maybe you, you can just be specific to yourself. <laughs> to myself. Okay. Like, I mean, because, yeah, for yeah, example... Yeah, yeah. You've, I don't want to be unfair to my other... You've left... Um, since you started... You are now third year of practice, essentially, yeah. and you've been at two different firms during yeah, this period. Yeah. Is there any reason? Is there any particular... No, but I think it's... If, if, it's, if it's male-oriented, I think maybe, personally, I might get... Uh, to, I don't want to get stuck doing one thing for a long time, and I I like different environments. So that's unstable. how I thrive. So <laughs> I, I'm unstable, guys. That's the gist of everything. I don't you're need unstable. to. I don't need too too many words to say that I'm unstable. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it there. I'm very unstable. So that's why I personally move around a lot. But I think women are committed. Hey, that's very that's deep. You no, no, no. You, m- you move around a lot. Okay. Wow. <laughs> 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 I think women are very committed. And and all my experiences with women professionally, and I think even in real life, women are very committed uh, people. When Whenever there's a task, they are the ones who are going to see it through. Whenever there's something to be done, they are the ones that are going to be there doing it. So, I, and it, it translates to um, professional life as well. When you're working with women on a project, you see that they go the extra mile. You see their attention to detail. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I've always held this view that men need to get their act together because we've kind of enjoyed this um, 
what do I call it? It's, it's kind of like a grace period, you know. I don't want to go into this monologue talking about this, but it, because it will go on forever. But men have had too long where women have not had the chance to show what they can really do. So they've just gotten accustomed to doing the least, you know, coasting by. And now women are showing that, yeah, well, now we're on the scene. We can do it and we can even do it better. Um, I want to know your opinion on one particular perception that seems to like be around that for women it's really difficult to deal with female bosses. I, is, there, is, there, is, there, is this, first of all, I mean, for you, is that, the, is that the situation? Oh yeah, it's very true. It's very real. I even once, sometime last year, I tweeted about it and there were so many replies. People were sharing their stories with me, but yeah, the it's it's very true. I mean, I remember when I started. I mean, people assume that when you go through law school, you're supposed to come out, you know, fully confident. You know, sometimes you just really need someone to hold your hand. I I, I get that. You know, you're supposed to pull your own weight and be proactive and everything. But sometimes people have different backgrounds that they're coming from. I was particularly very shy. I, I that's, definitely believed that's, that's, in myself. That's very, I know, it's that's hard very to strange, believe. Yeah. But I was. <laughs> and I feel like when people see that, they, they tend to, I wouldn't say prey on you, but they tend you, you can easily get bullied if you appear not to be as confident as you, you need to be. And I've had experiences where I felt like someone was really riding me hard at work. And I don't understand. Excuse my French. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I was telling a story about how um, we do this weekly fair meetings at my firm and you're supposed to report on your team's cases for the weekend. We do that very often. And one time I was doing my reporting and then I get a text message on my phone. The next time you say the facts wrong, I will embarrass you on the call. This was from a woman. And I mean, I'm in a team with women and men. The men didn't... It's It's... It really wasn't, it's not that deep. I mean, I was fairly new. I was still trying to grasp some of the cases that have been going on before I joined the firm and everything. And I felt like I would have really appreciated someone being, you know, nicer. If I was wrong, just say, oh, you said this wrong. This is actually what happened. You know, because a lot of things go on in a case before you join the firm. So even sometimes just by reading the file, you may not understand something. But again, we're in a very competitive profession where everybody people really the profession thrives on you looking like you have your act together and you are like you know the smartest person in the room so it can be hard to Packaging. ask questions yeah <laughs> Packaging. it's it was hard for me to ask questions to look like i don't know i don't understand something and that's how i was going about it so when someone pointed it out to me i would have expected a, a little more kindness but the way it came was very aggressive and i mean it's still there but i've managed to I, I found a way to we manage it, in. yeah. And I realized that most of it was because I wasn't as confident as I needed to be. And this, when I started, you know, really be faking it till I make it, <laughs> I realized that the person's reaction, <laughs> the person's interactions with me has changed, you know. There's a little more respect than there was before. And so really, if if people find you to be docile and, you know, overly submissive they can easily just push on sometimes you have to stand up for yourself and i wasn't doing that in the beginning but it's very real i've had people share their experiences with me you know every time they're frustrated it's something that a woman has done and do you sort of like know 
was the cause of that? Is there like maybe an internal competition among? I think I think it is. I mean, hmm, let me just betray myself for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> when we recently got some new um, pupils in our firm, there was this particular lady that was so confident. I was like, wow, I wish I had this confidence when I I came, I joined the firm. Everybody was talking about it. Like the way when you come inside and when you see her walking around, you think she's been there for like the longest time. And for a second, I thought, this is how, I, I, I was looking and I'm thinking, I didn't have this kind of confidence when I came in. And it got under my skin for like three seconds. But then I realized that this is how it starts. You know, there's really no need to see each other as competition. If you see that someone has something you don't or something that you admire, the best thing you can do is actually make friends with them. And, you know, it wraps up on you. But it can easily, and I saw people being, you know, a bit harsh to her, people being unnecessarily unfriendly to her because of the kind of confidence she carried around. It's like, when did you come that, you know, you, you are walking around That's like so this? so true. Oh, bad, yeah, bad, oh, bad, 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 You know? <laughs> so I realized that it, it really starts from a place of competition. Yeah. And it really is unnecessary because what are you there's really nothing we are competing like there's as people say there's space for everyone at the top so if you see someone that doesn't has something you don't have and just you know generally the legal profession we like seniority so obviously when someone comes in and they are so confident in themselves and they seem like they know everything that they are doing and it can easily annoy certain people they want you know the way Ghanaians are obsessed with humility and you know, putting people in their place, yeah, it carries on into the profession. Yeah, and I think it's quite pronounced in the profession mm. where people want to keep this kind of stratified hierarchy. Yeah. So if they see you stepping out of line in their own terms or yeah. they're in their eyes, they yeah. want to put you back in your place. But yeah. I want to commend you for being so honest. I myself, <laughs> I cannot be as honest as you just. Because, you also want because to we all feel you. you are coming. We all feel <laughs> we all have these feelings of envy, if yeah. I can put it that way. When someone is doing something you wish you could have done it this yeah. way, you 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 naturally feel kind of envious of the person. Yeah. Like the way but they envy my face. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's quite mature to yeah. to catch yourself, you know, feeling that emotion, stop, think about it and realize that no, this is not how it should be. I was literally on the verge of becoming the kind of Yes, woman. That's I. The I, kind of woman that you you you, you I speak hate. against. That yeah, you hate. exactly. I was yeah. I was like, yeah. I mean, why are you walking about like that? Exactly. But then I stopped myself. <laughs> I was like, nah. Yeah. This is someone you should actually be friends because, I mean, this is someone who was is who is definitely younger than me. She actually yeah. is at the bar and also in actual age. But then I looked at her and I'm like, I wish I were like you when I joined the firm. And this is the kind of person I want to be friends with because it actually yeah. does rub off on you. Yeah, and does. I've seen the way she handles herself around the people who try to bully her. She doesn't take any. And she mm. knows her work. <laughs> so people value her for for that. She's not yeah. here to please anybody. I really admire mm. her. She's, and She's yeah. confident. About. And, yeah. and I think it takes away from your professional work, per se, mm-hmm. when you have to be juggling both <laughs> your your work as a law, uh, as a lawyer and then now you also have to be pleasing people. So you have yeah. to be juggling both these things. Yeah. Well, I have to get my work done well, but I also have to make sure that when I'm doing this, this or this, that person is pleased. I'm not yeah. saying that um, it should be a kind of, I don't want to use that word. <laughs> it, it's not, uh, you, you, you should be polite. Okay. I mean, you should be polite to people in the workplace. You shouldn't contribute to creating a toxic environment. Yeah. But 
I'm saying going beyond that just to please people's egos, mm. etc. Just another burden on yourself yeah. that you should not be carrying. Yeah. And when you mentioned the fact about people, you know, trying to say, ah, you, what do you mean? Uh, people, I don't know whether it's a Ghanaian thing, but people have a problem with confidence. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. shouldn't a person be confident? Yeah. If you're and confident, you're just instantly annoying. Exactly. Yeah. And and men to do it so much to women, and especially when a woman comes in and she's confident, they try and, I don't know, put her in a place yes. or make her see that, yeah. look, first of all you just came today calm yeah. down and then that person might take it the wrong way and it might even it might really affect their confidence negatively yeah. going forward it might take them a long time to recover so I think it's a very valid point that you make and it's one that we need to pay attention to okay um, so this question is for Koju because um, I also want to know if you face that situation with women bosses or female bosses that you've worked with as um, compared to maybe the male ones? As in whether they are difficult, difficult as compared to male ones. For you? Yeah, personally, with the the people that I've dealt with, female bosses, I've had a female boss that was absolutely awesome. I loved working with her and I always tell people about that experience. But I've also had another female boss that's well i've had two female bosses that are excellent because i have a female boss now who is excellent and i have a female boss that i worked with who was also excellent but also i've also had a female boss that that i think just tried to make my life a living hell (laughs) because it went just beyond um it went just beyond it went, went beyond just the work to certain things that i feel like maybe it became more or less a kind of personal spats between the two of us and they also had to do with that kind of you when did you come kind of vibe you know which i really i really cannot stand it's funny because as lawyers we're expected to be i mean for instance if for instance you go to court very often if you're the kind of lawyer who goes to court very often in advocacy we're thought to be tenacious you know stand up to adversity you know stand your ground you know do the best you can for but then when they're treating you this way it kind of affects you and then you're expecting me to be humble and overly submissive and docile when i'm working with you but then when i go to court to do the work of the firm you're expecting me to be a different persona Yeah, and now, be, you know, yeah, kicking Send, ass and, yeah, you just know. switch a button. And <laughs> exactly, switch a button yeah, and, you yeah, know. Yeah, it doesn't work yeah, that way. We should be... Humble lion. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ga- very counter Ghanese are obsessed, obsessed with humility, yeah. fake humility. Yeah. I, I don't know where yeah, You are not humble. So you, I, mean, I had a respect. <laughs> that one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very humble, by the way. Indeed. Res- respect has not got to me anywhere. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> So back to the main issue, um, your challenges. I mean, the challenges as a woman at the bar. Um, I don't want to go into them. So we, we've left it to you to mm. just take us through. Oh, before we, we get to Elikem, so let me give you some time to think about that. Um, so when you asked that question about difficult female bosses, I, 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 sh- I, I, I told you that, you see, there were two female bosses in my past and in my present who are absolutely phenomenal and are not negative in any kind of way but so I'm just trying to show that it's not something that in my experience cuts across Mm. 
for 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 everybody. I have I have three experiences. Only one of them has been bad. So maybe you've had another experience, so that maybe we could discuss that. But I wanted to, you know, when I was asking that question, yeah, um, what I wanted to find out was whether they treated you differently from the other people. Other people, as in as, as in, in women. So let's say you had other women in the firm. Yes, were they, actually, were they, that's were they true. treating you better? Yeah, than, that's true. Than the women in that's the firm. That's facts. what I wanted to find out. That's actually, actually. facts because it's it was and it was in your face, not hiding its kind of treatment. <laughs> in your face, as in the two of you are sharing a desk. You are in the same office. I'll come and talk to you this way, but then when I'm speaking to the woman, I'm speaking to her like yeah. in a different way. And it was so difficult for me because I felt so... I was shy because... <laughs> I was like, eh. Because I've had on? a personal experience where I was at a firm and I was an intern, right? Yeah. And there were like female lawyers there. Yeah. And it was like a, a female boss or something. And right. I feel like she treated me so well. So much better than... So the, much better than the lawyers. Than the and women. like sometimes the sort of meetings I used to sit inside. Yeah. And everything. And it made me feel some way because when you do that you're an intern all of a sudden people mm-hmm. are looking at you some way like ah I think that needs to be a new you know like the whole call for your day Uber had a man this is the yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we will change them to Uber had a man W-B-D-B Uber had a man like those things so yeah, it was it was really difficult for them, and it, you know I couldn't really tell if it was more of a female trait than because we had like another female boss who was just so nice to everyone, and okay. that that person generally was just a difficult person to deal with. Right. Yeah, but mm. she really sort of also treated the me the men there very differently from the women, because even the female lawyers, Charlie, sometimes mm. even the sort of words she used yeah. on it when they go wrong. And the sort of way she used on me, she never like sort of even used any bad word on me. Even if I did something she didn't like, she'd be like, "Oh, I, I, nice think, way I to think tell that's you. pretty boy privilege." Oh, like, you man. <laughs> <laughs> so you man, you are enjoying pretty boy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it works both ways. Have you seen my face? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So you're asking um, Elikem a question, Eubank. Yeah, 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 yeah. About <laughs> your, t- your question. About, actually, I'm going old right now. I'm 62 and things. <laughs> hey, I'm past retirement. I'm on pension. Yeah, I'm 21, so yeah. all the best in your yeah. old age. But guys, you know that old men always like. Oh, what? Yeah. what? We understand. What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always, always treat, what? We always treat them better. So treat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. On, I brilliant could be, ad, by the way. <laughs> I could be on the Marco. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> ad. So yeah, back back to your challenges at the bar. I say, from the perspective of a woman, Thank I don't you know if woman is a gender neutral term hmm. or female. I don't know what it is. Like honestly, like, let's not go there. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just say woman there, yeah, and leave it yeah, at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, thanks for saying my challenges because what I'm about to say is purely based on my experiences mm-hmm. and the experiences of some of the people in my life, the women in my life. As for the challenges, I think that. There are external ones and there are internal ones. The external challenges are the ones that you face, you know, outside of yourself. You I sounded like a politician. Me. Yeah, external <laughs> internal. No, <laughs> I said, um, like the way they say our problems are Ghanaian problems yeah. are external. COVID and no, I mean, Ukraine the, war. <laughs> there are challenges within yourself that okay. hinder or, you know, stunts 
Is that a word? Yeah, that's that a word. The word? Yeah. yeah, stand to your growth. Whereas, and also there are challenges that are outside. So, like, the external challenges. An example would be how the fact that the legal profession is dominated by men. Okay. I mean, it definitely is true that in the last few years, there have been more women going to law school and everything. But for the longest time, it was a man's world. It was a man's profession. And because of that, people tend to, especially men, tend to underestimate the women. Sometimes you show up and, you know, sometimes it even goes beyond you being a woman to how old you are at the bar. People see you and sometimes there are times when in court you hear a judge asking somebody, how old are you at the bar? You know, it matters a lot how old you are. And then you have to now add this factor of you being a woman. I remember, I recall um, an experience where I was with, I was interning and I went to court with a lawyer and before we entered the courtroom, the client approached her and he was, she was like, he was like, where's your boss? And then she was like, he's not coming today. I'm the one doing the case. I think she was going to move a motion or something. I don't remember. And he was very irritated. You know, he was, he literally threw a tantrum. He was like, ah, where is he? You know, I'm not paying him for this and all that. So we go into court. The case is called and she handles herself very well. And this is someone who had been practicing for like three years. She handled, and as soon as we came out of court, his attitude towards her completely changed. And it was clear that he had underestimated her. He didn't think that she could get anything done. Like, he just didn't believe in what she was capable of doing. Another one is the fact that, like what we talked about earlier, younger women new to the profession tend to be bullied by those that are already in the profession. I've had that experience. I've also had the experience of older female lawyers literally helping you. There was a time when I was in court and I think it was my first time alone in court. And I I got up and I was talking and I, I kept I was standing and the judge was writing and there was this really nice lady beside me, very senior lawyer. And she was like, Oh, you can sit down, you know, don't worry, you don't have to stand the whole time. When yeah. you see that he's she was very helpful and she even made me call my case before her. Before Once in a while you meet people bless like this. Yeah, bless her soul. Yeah, we need more seniors like we that. Do. We do. And it felt so comforting because I was already shy because there were all these senior lawyers there. But just to know that there was someone there willing to guide me. She was like, What yeah. am I doing here? You know, okay, so tell her that this, that, that she was very helpful. There's also when the times when you get bullied by some people because you know I I, I remember the first one of the very first motions I moved was against a very senior male lawyer <laughs> and those days I had short hair so I already looked younger than I actually am and I remember when I finished moving my motion he got up he did his opposition I didn't interrupt and I, I told the judge I want to reply I have something to say he was like sit down sit down yeah. that's not what we do here that's not <laughs> <It's so bad. laughs> and when you were talking I allowed you to talk the moment I got on my feet the man he literally was telling me like he was trying to shut me down and everything. Yeah. The judge was like, you know, I have all that I need, so it's fine. I don't need to hear you. I'll I'll just give my ruling. So there's that the bullying and the fact that because it's dominated by men, women get to get underestimated a lot. And so yeah. people actually see you do something really impressive. They don't they they don't just meet you and think that you are capable of you know delivering. Yeah, so women have like more to prove when exactly. it comes to the profession. Exactly. What and about litigation, like? How do you think the atmosphere... I think that's what you just spoke about. Mm. But um, from my view, I think there's a lot of prejudice when it comes mm. to women in litigation. Um, I think it was a, we were on a space the last time and then someone said that 
whenever she goes to court, uh, her male colleagues say it in passing and they say it as kind of a joke, but it always sticks with her. They always ask her like, so you, when are you going to in-house? Like, when are you leaving litigation? Wow. Because, so, so you see, they kind of impress on you that you, this is not your place. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? This yeah. is, this is where we men are yeah. dominating. So please go and find your way somewhere else where you're sitting behind a yeah. desk. You think, is that something you've also felt? No, no, I haven't. Faced? I haven't faced that a lot. But I actually find surprisingly, I find that more men <laughs> tend to take that route. <laughs> <laughs> so in actual, yeah. in, in reality, is more men actually going exactly. In the house than I think for women, most of the for women when they stay in litigation, they're really good at it too. Like really, really good, and they stay not because of the money it's making them, but you know the corporate is where the money is. That's why you bank is so rich. Exactly. Hey, let's be so <laughs> you see more men. Let's be serious. The really. in-house people. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I I actually have seen more men going that route than you know. That's actually true. Women. Yeah. That's actually that true. true. Yeah. 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 I think I've seen more men going yeah. in-house. Now, I, when I go to court, I see a lot of women. Yeah. Most of the time, when I have a matter, I look at the opposite side, and it's a woman. Yeah. So Charlie, could it be that we are producing more female lawyers? Yeah. So that's also a fact. Yeah. That's yeah. also a fact, but I'm just trying to say that that stereotype of women we'll, being we'll do our research house, and come back. We need to, <laughs> we need to kick that that stereotype yeah. out of out of out of it. But like as you said, when you go to court um, as a woman, to the men might try to bully you. Mm-hmm. One, you are a junior lawyer. Two, you're, you're a woman. A woman. Yes. So then now it becomes very difficult. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is where the judges can step in. And then try to even things out. Some of the judges actually are—they make it worse. Are the main perpetrators? Yeah. I was once in court, and a very senior, popular lawyer <laughs> got up and name withheld. The, yes, name <laughs> very much withheld. <laughs> he was asked to go and attempt settling the matter out of court because this judge—that's what she likes. She likes him when he yeah. settles the matter. So she told him that, "Oh, counsel, this matter—I've always told you, don't you want to try again?" And he said, "Oh no, my lady, we have passed that stage. Right now, we want to go to trial." And she was very nice. I was like, hmm, okay, you have heard. Then she gave them their dates. Got to my turn. She asked me the same question. I said, my lady, we've tried. We, we've written, we've written a roadblock. Yeah. We can't settle. It's okay. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Oh, bad. Oh, oh, bad. Oh, bad. You want to enjoy she literally, she literally waved her hand and like, you know, she wasn't even looking at me. She was like, sit down, sit down, sit down. With some, some look of disgust <laughs> on her face. <laughs> and I, th- I didn't, I was very embarrassed because the court was packed. I was yeah. like, oh, I felt like it was unnecessarily rude. You know, there are certain things I understand that our law is pushing for things to be handled out of court, settlements, but there are certain things that really cannot be settled out of court. And I was trying to impress upon her that this is not that kind of case. We are, we are saying completely different things. It's not like someone is admitting a certain level of guilt or anything or liability. So we can't come to an agreement. She just shut me down and told me to sit down very rudely. And I'm like, this man just what this celebrity yeah. lawyer. <laughs> wow, wow. Just no, I just feel like I even know the person. <laughs> no, <laughs> without there, mentioning. There are so many of them. There are so many of them. I was, so many of them. There are so many of them. I would be surprised if you knew what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. He just walked out of it, breezed out of this. Shout place. out, shout out to all the celebrity lawyers <laughs> listening to this podcast. Yeah. We love you guys. Jonathan, Alo and Co. Who was the celebrity lawyer we go feel mention? Yourself. Daniel Marty. Your very own self. <laughs> <laughs> It's really hard for those of us who are not popular and you know who yeah. are just starting out. Sometimes really the judges, the judges bully you. They, I don't know. I've heard that they do it so that you can build your confidence. But I'm like, 
Is that the really? only way? <laughs> Is that really the really? only way? I don't know, but um, when you you are trying to build somebody's confidence, I don't think the best route is to break them down. Yeah. Do you do you do you feel more confident when people do that? Definitely. To you? Not. Like when they talk down to you, like, oh God, I can feel <laughs> confidence flowing through my veins now. What's that? What's, <laughs> what's, what's that? Uh, <laughs> Quotation in Proverbs or whatever, oh by the road or whatever. Stop pretending you know. Train a child by the road. If you spend the road, you spoil the child. That's just someone you have to remember. That's really the Ghanaian thing. Do you know what's funny is he's coming from church, and he's literally wearing church clothes. He's wearing church clothes. So Elikem and I are going to describe this to you. He has he's wearing a kaftan with pocket square, and he's coming from. I didn't even know they put pocket square. You are coming from church. Yeah. Just spread the road and spread it out. You know if you remember. <laughs> Your pastor must be very proud. Hey, guys, let's be serious, okay? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so there's that. <laughs> Alikem, so um, this one is very a bit sensitive because mm. um, I know, I actually know like um, people sort of, you know, we talked about female bosses and other things. There are those who've had like male bosses, and sometimes they've tried to sort of like uh, you make advances, make advances at them, and it sort of makes their work difficult. And maybe not from your own, maybe you've not had that experience, but I'm like not anyone spec, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe you've not had, you've not <laughs> had that. Never like bottles. <laughs> <laughs> you've not had that experiences, no. but maybe from. For other women you've dealt with, yeah. is it something that's like really? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I recall going to calls with one of my friends, and we yeah this is a case we're about to start, and this was way back we're about to start the case, and the lawyer on the other side, you know they exchange numbers for some reason, and you know sometimes you do that so that if I have something to save. I need to reach you. It's very normal to exchange yeah. numbers between lawyers, but this man started hitting on a. You know, texting her in the middle of the night, you know. And I'm like, this compromises the case. Like, why are you doing this at this stage? You can at least wait for the case to end. And if you really are interested in this person, you pursue it. But as the case is now starting, it's kind of inappropriate. And it, 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 it for me, I feel like it's very unprofessional. I haven't had that experience, but I've heard several times that uh, some of my friends go to court and then, some of these senior lawyers would be, you know, making comments about... Because I, 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 I've heard people have had to change firms yeah. because of situations like this. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, I don't think there's something that... I don't know about if there are men who are like, who've had to do it issues like this and have had to change firms well i would like to hear that because <laughs> i've never heard any man complaining. i mean i don't want to uh, say that you know give a definite statement that maybe men do experience it but if they do then it's not as widespread as, as i think as it's because men don't men talk about these it. things yeah we've been socialized if, to keep quiet if it's about happened it. to it's any of you thing. here would you really Share. Personally, I would have shared. You would have. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. But you, bank, you, there's something that you want to. You, you, I know that you got to because you confided in me. So just mention it. Let's be serious. <laughs> Again. <laughs> let's be, let's be know, serious. Yeah. I, I, I've heard, I've heard about stories about men as well. Actually, you know, not people I know though. But I mean, I've, right, I've then, read, yeah. I've read people have gone through the same things and they have to change jobs sometimes and the funny thing is sometimes when that happens because you're a man people don't see anything wrong with it yeah because they <laughs> see that it's supposed to be a good thing 
funny enough, they'll be like, oh, yeah. if you're a man out there yeah, if you're a man, and have had to deal with this issue, kindly contact us. Really yeah, send, us a, send us a DM on May Please the Pod on Twitter or Instagram. And we, we, we'd really love to hear about it and talk about it. We'd even want to have you on the on the pod so we can discuss it. Yeah. So, Ellie Breezy, back to you. And the men need to do better. <laughs> like, stop hitting on women. Oh, they really need to Sometimes do married women, no. Someone once told me that a man, a man, a married man, a married lawyer, as there, is she happy? She's also a married woman. You've seen a ring on her finger asking if she happy in a marriage. So, hey, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 sorry, I wasn't Charlie, <laughs> like, he very asked her whether she's happy yeah. in a marriage. Very disrespectful. That's so forward and, and this happened in court. Like, so you know, yeah. Sometimes you really don't understand men. Like, oh, we beg, we beg. And it makes you very uncomfortable. Beg, but sometimes because it's part like your seniors, very respected. Someone just people. sends me a message that <laughs> you shouldn't let Marie stand in the way of <laughs> your happiness. But I don't subscribe to you. You are saying your own thing because <laughs> I don't, this is I, not like how <laughs> somebody had it and sending me I a message. I don't, subscribe, <laughs> I don't subscribe to that view. <laughs> Okay, so early came back to are there any like further challenges? You, you were oh, yeah. explaining that there are external and internal. Yeah, so I, yeah, another external one would be the issue of marriage and childbed. I, I don't want to lump them together because they have different effects. There are people who I've known people who, when they got married, perhaps they were living closer to work, but now because they are married, it's always the women who have to make these changes or these adjustments in their life. They have to move and stay with their husbands, and this place might be farther away from the office than where they were living on their own. And this has had this has caused people to either change jobs because you want to be closer to where you live now or you just have to live with the inconvenience of living so far away from the workplace. You end up missing deadlines, you have to leave early because you want to beat traffic. You know, it's a lot of and it's always sometimes it's, it's even worse when you have to actually move out of the country because this is where your spouse is living and you have to move and go and join him and then now you have to literally pick up the scraps and i think that there's one thing that i mean i've heard from people before i don't know how true it is that there are certain employment agreements that people enter into and they are like oh if you come here within your pupillage period or one year of you can't get pregnant hmm. i don't know if junior you've heard of things like that but i've not heard of but you know like even that, the, do you the, think is it something that's enforceable it's not, but you remember there That's was, there was, I don't know, I think anyway. back in law, when we were in law school, there was a whole issue about but a woman going through pupillage and I think she got pregnant. Oh, so yes. I, there was some issue about, there was some issue about that, but I mean, I don't know if they formally documented it. I've, I've seen, never yeah, heard I've, of I've heard being... situations where people are not allowed to get pregnant mm. for one year. But you oh. remember this issue with the fire service where they went to the human rights court and won? Yeah. Because they were laid off because they got pregnant the early wow. stages of their... Yeah, you didn't hear no. about it. Yeah, so that's also a thing. I, I, I remember when I was applying, when I was looking for places to apply for people, there was this particular firm I was interested in, which is very male-dominated. And someone advised me against it. And they told me that if I, 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 I intend to get married or have kids in the foreseeable future, he wouldn't advise me to apply to this firm because it's a cutthroat, you know, those people that, it's like serious, you know, okay. it's very, it's a very stressful and intense environment. So there was that, but I don't know if it's actually a thing where 
you know, if it's probably documented somewhere in some agreement somewhere, because I didn't know. First of all, I thought it was even strange that this person was giving me that advice in the first place. Like the fact that you felt the need to tell me not to, but it must be a thing, you know, and it's male dominated. So perhaps there's some unwritten rule somewhere about these things. But I know a few women in that film who are really doing amazing, but it's a very intense environment. I didn't apply for those same reasons. Not like I was seen, I was looking to get married anytime soon, but then the way they describe the work environment. Do you generally think that, because I know, for example, um, and I'm referencing Isabel, um, I think she had an article where she mentioned... I really love her articles. She mentioned that, I mean, I think after giving birth and everything, there was a time that she returned back to her firm and she wasn't really the same person, even mm-hmm. in terms of her productivity and things like, yeah. yeah. And you know, she had lost so much confidence too because she herself realized that the sort of output yeah. that she was giving out yeah. wasn't the same as mm-hmm. before. As the, I mean, how come other members or other team members make things better for people who are coming out of these situations? Because mm-hmm. genuinely, we we know the sort of tool we can take on human mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. What do you think? How can Firms make it better for, or even team members yeah. make it better for you. It's interesting that you should mention that because I was going to even mention there's this book I read last year. It's called Leaning by Cheryl Sandberg. She was the former CEO of Facebook, Facebook yeah. and she talks about this thing like a similar experience. And she talks about how the environment was there for her at Facebook. She wasn't required to return after three months, but she did anyway. She could work from home as often as she wanted. She could bring her kids around. I think that's one big step in that direction. The fact that women shouldn't... The thing is, first of all, when I feel like the three months maternity leave, it's too short for the woman to readjust into work-life balance. And at the same time, it's also long enough for you to miss out on a lot of things. It's like long enough for you to forget yeah. things. People, yeah. By the time you return, people that's have taken true. on your cases, your responsibilities. You that's struggle. Yeah. On so, your Upon your return, you really struggle. You come up and you realize that someone is probably even in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> which, which actually happens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's a lot. But I think that, I personally think that it's, it's short. But then if it were extended to, there'll be that issue of you now trying to make your way back in, you know, getting comfortable and things. But with this, since the pandemic, I've seen a lot of firms doing the work from home policy and it seems to be helping. If women are allowed, if you are feeling up to it, even when you are breastfeeding, you are still in your three months thing. If you are feeling up to it, allowed to still work, you can at least keep up. So that you don't lose the pace, you don't lose, you know, your yeah. case. I know what, what some firms have done to help reduce their burden is to have like early closing times yeah, for them yeah, and all that Yeah, so. my firm too. When women return from their maternity leave, by two p.m. you can leave. You can yeah. work from home if you do, if you have court. What what we do is well, the fact that we have the nursery is also there helps. Yeah. I I have a colleague who tried to get a school nearby the firm. And then, no, so other people in the firm take their babies to the school. So she's able to go there, you know. But we want to have the nursery so that they can all be there because they are babies. Yeah. She has to take her child to weigh in every other week. And this is something she can't leave up to the nanny or whoever. Yeah. So it helps that the school is nearby. But it, w- it would be better if, you know, the nursery is up and running. She can leave the baby there. If we can even facilitate the weighing being done 
so that you don't have to move away. You know, these things are really possible. It just take someone to think about saying, okay, let's talk to this this hospital. Can they come here and be doing these things for us so that we don't have to be going out? We should have health care for the baby so that the mother can bring the baby to work. It's it's a huge step and it's very doable. Yeah, I think so. Um yeah. one last thing maybe I would want to touch on is um before you go into the rest of your um challenges, it's salary disparity and maybe progression mm. at at firms, you know. I know maybe in football it's it's a huge thing, like the salary of um, male footballers and female footballers but they, I mean there are lots of reasons for yeah. that but is it something that you think that persists here that I, um, I honestly or I even in terms of progression that maybe you mm. see the men progressing or going through the system yeah. faster yeah. or something is it, is it something that that goes against women for the salary bit I honestly wouldn't know because as far as I'm concerned where I am everybody earns the same salary so long as you are the same number of years at the bar so as you progress the salary changes but it's equal for everyone whatever it is if you're five years at the bar male or female you're earning the same things but as with the career progression bit I find that one of the reasons why women don't move as fast as men do is women tend to downplay and this is actually going into some of the challenges I have here women tend to downplay their accomplishments so sometimes there's an opportunity at work and you can actually put yourself out there for it but you are shy and sometimes you don't even think that maybe my, your, the role you played is even you know that's big enough for you to come and claim that I did this I, I negotiated so so and so women tend to downplay that and for that same reason they don't pursue opportunities the way a man would some men go into things knowing very well that they have no idea how to but they are just going to wing it as i'm sitting here <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. this is so true. yeah this is, i do you know i just i mean i was working at her place and i always feel like sometimes they give us work right and the women want to just like i don't know what the kind of work they want to produce right? yeah. so it means that sometimes they just end up spending so much time They're overthinking because, it because like they keep on overthinking yeah. it like just i don't know they want it to be this yeah. level yeah, of perfection kind of before uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. so sometimes maybe you would take maybe a day to finish up a number of things mm. and then you realize that she's probably still and that's not because she's ineffective yeah. or anything but she has to overthink it and it's yeah. probably also because Sometimes you have situations where bosses also, because I've I've had experiences where there are people who won't be giving certain cases because mm. they are women or because yeah. they are out of Accra. Yeah. They won't let you take on a case, yeah. such cases if you're a woman. And I think that that's also one thing that really affects their career progression. Yeah. Because if you are being excluded from certain things that you could do that could add to experience, then... Yeah. It's really taken away from yeah. me. We really need to have the audacity that men have. Yeah. Honestly. Very, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that the audacity. Nasty. I was recently trying to put together a personal statement for something and I asked a friend to review it for me. When he reviewed it for me, <laughs> he said, <laughs> yeah, I thought oh, he would do like track changes or yeah. something. He said, can I call you? The moment he said that, I was like, mm. so before he called me, he sent me his personal statement. Right. I read the thing and I was like, Wow. By the time I got to the third paragraph, I was like, if it were me, by this <laughs> point, I'll give him You're all sold. my money. Take the scholarship, go. Yeah. So he called me, he was like, you know something, you need to, if you've done something, you stop trying, you need Vim. Stop, stop trying yeah. to sugarcoat. 
stop trying to sugarcoat the thing. Like, talk about it, brag about it, because that's the way you're going to make yourself a strong applicant. Yeah. If you don't brag about it. Yeah. And also the thing with what Eubank was saying earlier, he said sometimes he was in meetings where he felt like, why am I here? I'm just yeah. an intern in things. You know, but you stayed. The thing with women is, when someone gives them a seat, Say they'll start asking. Yeah. <laughs> God, I beg. When someone gives you a seat at the table, take it. Don't themselves. don't ask why. <laughs> just take the seat. Another woman would have probably, you know, you know, just go and say, hey, are you sure? Me, I'm shy. Even when he called me to come here, I said, I'm shy. I'm Eric, shy. I think you have to exhaust your list because I see I'm she has a long list. No, I'm done. She has a long list. I'm done. Are you I'm sure? done. The internal ones, are you done with the The internal, internal ones with the fact that I was going to point out the two things. The fact that women don't chase opportunities that women right. do yeah. and also the fact that they downplay their accomplishments and their professional yeah. achievements to the point where you know if people don't see that in you you have to be visible i remember i watched this thing where um um what's her name one of the ladies at bella she's very popular she was saying there's nanya. a nanya yeah mm-hmm. she was saying that you have to be visible that's one of the ways you can get ahead as a woman if exactly. you're sitting in your corner all the time waiting for things to come to you opportunities to come you have to chase yeah, it one of the bosses sure. i love the woman yeah. she said she actually said she prefers it if you like you should be out there don't yeah. be sitting back and yeah. thinking that opportunities because the come men they don't do that too. yeah but if i can <laughs> ask you this last question um do you think there's something that the legal well we've spoken about what firms can do but you know we have an association that almost all of us belong to the yeah. Ghana Bar Association first of all um, do you think they are doing enough and do you think there's something that can be done that they can do I don't think they are doing enough but then Same. again <laughs> that Same. could just be the fact that me I'm not paying attention maybe no, no, I'm no, not no, paying no. enough they're, attention they're not doing enough it's not about you paying yeah, attention but 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 first of all, even you don't have to pay attention. Like what they are doing, you're a woman, it should be affecting you. Yeah. So you don't know how to go. Maybe you go on the website to go and see what they've done yeah. or ask somebody about it. They focus on be, the wrong things. Yeah, you should there be, you should be Some years it. ago when apparently, you know, they said women are showing, they are wearing anklets in, to court and they are showing yeah, their cleavage. I mean, and well, I'm like, talking about people wearing anklets to court. How They are all tangential. How exactly. does that affect it's, their delivery? There are, real are you doing issues. the work for? Yeah, yeah, there are real issues that you have to tackle. Yeah. So personally, I feel I've always I've, Jonathan is not here today, but I've always held the view that the GBA could, uh, could can actually do so much uh, to to help out uh, everybody in the profession, mm. and we especially women have, as well. Like segments of the GBA, where yeah. it's like for women development, exactly. you know, younger lawyers development. Exactly. If we do that, and we benefit from people that have gone through all these things, like yeah. we are constantly talking with them every time. I met Isabel once and every other time since then when I meet her somewhere, she actually recognized me. She's like, hey, wow. hi, how are you? And we talk about That's her awesome. articles and she's so super. She's like, don't yeah. worry, you know, at this age, you always doubt yourself, right. but like, keep going, keep, keep going. going. We need more people need like more this. more people like that. So don't stop Honestly. worrying about who's wearing an anklet. That's and, not, that's not You know, you really should engage women in yeah. talking about the issues we face yeah. in the profession yeah. so that we, the younger ones, we don't feel like we are alone. There's no one to talk to. That's awesome. And this yeah. is a topic that we are going to revisit i think we need to try and get other women on board it's unfortunate that we couldn't get more we tried this episode but uh, some things got in the way so obviously we are going to come around we're going to come around back to this and i want to thank you ellie kem for gracing our invitation and coming to join two silly lawyers on the podcast <laughs> to discuss um issues that Actually, are facing you should change the name lawyers. of the podcast that sounds really cool Two silly lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Two silly lawyers on a I like that. I like yeah. that. It's been a pleasure recording this for you. We hope you listen to it. We hope you love it. Um, download, share, and 
just just try and make it go out there so that we can get more listeners that we can keep giving you content and right now we don't have sponsors but you want to do any business or are you trying to plug something guys, shameless guys, plug Charlie we need sponsors yeah we need sponsors right now we yeah. are reach our God yeah, just, just reach out man for it man for it okay guys so till we do this again for the next episode is goodbye bye, bye. <laughs>